0: I go. made a promise to my mother It's okay cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it I fear no evil, got my demons I'm just fine with them And all these people think they know me It don't matter to me Cause I'm gon' die for this I put my mind to this Watch all these people, how they treat you Got no time for it All right, everybody, welcome to the Three Point Stance Podcast. I am one of your esteemed co-hosts, Caleb, with my guy, D. Gray. How you doing, brother?
1: Man, doing good, man. excited, man, to get back for our daily update. Still is yeah. report, man. <laughs> I'm saying basis what it. felt like every week, man. So always something going on in a Nation. So, but, man, once again, man, I'm excited, man. Love this jacket, man. Is that uh, Kenny Pickett right there? And that's oh, a yeah. shirt jacket sweater. Oh, yeah. oh shirt. Yeah, Should have sure. known it. You're the biggest Kenny Pickett fan in the world. Should have known it.
0: Had to wear it after his Luke Combs concert where he was uh, shotgunning a beer on stage, you know. Had to, had to wear it that, for Did
1: you see the uh, Laney Wilson came out with Duck Hard's jersey on? Yeah. I don't know, hey. Duck. Something going on over there, Laney. Something <laughs> is going on over there, Laney. They reached and, out um, to each
0: other on Twitter. He She hollered back at him.
1: <laughs> that, is that how it happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah.
1: that how it happened? <laughs> I was wondering how that happened. Duck Heaven gave me the, the whole spill of the Laney Wilson and uh, his little thing. But all I know, he was posting, like, all the time, like, maybe a year and a half ago, like, all right, right, right before he put his retirement thing in. It was like, he's always on stage everywhere with Laney Wilson. I was like, hmm, who is this lady? You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. But anyway, that's how I be kicking the show right now. On all <laughs> Laney Wilson <laughs> and Duck Hodges. out of duck, man. But, man, um, go ahead, Caleb. Kick it off for us. Yeah, let's uh, – you know, it's 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 coming
0: to the big day. We've got schedule release coming out. we got some big games this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And strength of schedule right now, we are towards the bottom of the league in strength of schedule. So, that's another, really? you know, that's another plus side uh, to this outlook.
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely can help out, you know what I mean, a little bit of, uh, you know what I'm saying, get, get get things back rolling in the, in the favor for the Stellas right now. You know and, I mean, they can look at this two ways of, like, oh, we play trash teams and sleep on them and lose and look even bad. Or they can, they can take advantage of this opportunity and dominate their competition because that's what it's looked like they supposed to do because of the strength of your schedule and use it as a way to propel them to continue to succeed, you know And I'm saying, to get them something rolling for years to come, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I think it's great for him. I think the schedule is really good. I think it's a it's great time on the schedule, man. It's some good teams they play this year. Like man, the Jags, man. Who who thought the Jags gonna play that well last year? Like they did. They played super good last year. You know and I mean, Trevor Lawrence has came along, man, as a good quarterback, man. So yep. definitely, man, that's gonna be a great game to watch, man. And uh, and others, man. You know, what I'm saying the Browns is always gonna come with the heavy hitters every time. You know, what I'm saying the Bengals. I mean, the whole conference, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a tough conference. Playing against them every year is always tough. But uh, all, some of the guys outside of the conference, like the Jags, the Patriots, San Fran, like those going to be some great games, man. So
0: Yeah, and just off the top of my head, I see three <laughs> rookie quarterbacks that we could possibly be uh, facing this year. We got the Colts. They got Anthony the Richardson, which it sounds like he's – probably going to be the week one starter. CJ Stroud should probably be the week week one starter for the Texans and, you know, your former team as well, the Titans, you know, we could Titans, uh, depending, Will Levis. De- depending on the timing of the game, you know, Will Levis could be uh, entrenched into that starting lineup by that point. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here.
1: Um, um, I think I think I think this schedule, man, it's great competition for Steelers, man. It's great. It's a great test to see where they are this year, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Canada, man, is definitely a huge part of this offense, man, where it comes to him propelling himself and getting those guys more ready than ever, man. He got good pieces on offense, man, and uh, starting with his quarterback, his, his leader of the offense, man, with Kenny Pickett, man. I think this guy has tremendous upside, man. I think that he's a huge leader for those guys. I think, man, the way Kenny has been working his offseason, man, I think he's working harder than he ever did, man, because he not only that he's working hard for himself, but he's working hard because it means something to him, man, in Pittsburgh. So, and I'm, I'm excited to see all these games, man, but definitely the conference, man. I mean, the divisional games, man, because those where it gets real scrappy at, man, on the road in Cleveland in the dog yeah. pound, man. It's going to be real yeah. scrappy, man, and, um. I mean, he. I want him as my QB because I know he gonna go to war, man. Every time, man, he gonna lay out on the line, man. And um, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about all these teams on here, man. Uh, some great teams on this list, dog. Yeah, and
0: that's that's what I'm uh, I'm and I, I I'm taking a look at the schedule. You know, I'm I'm thinking like Caleb, what what games do I think are gonna be you know the prime time games this year? And I kind of yeah. you know we kind of talked about it before uh, you know the episode started. But my takeaway is I think there's going to at least be 3 AFC North primetime games. We played Always got to be. Yeah, we played in Baltimore last year primetime, so I think we're going to go home in in Acrisure Stadium primetime against the Ravens. <laughs> we played the Bengals primetime at home last year, so I think this year that'll be an away game. We did not play yep. play the, play the Bra- No, we did play the Browns in primetime actually Thursday Night Football, so that was the Mitch Trubisky game. That was super fun to watch, but that was more highlighted with George
1: Pickens' catch, and I'm looking forward to that uh, because Martin Emerson. So you think the Bengals will be a primetime game? It has to be. Yeah, I must say, I mean, since I was there, I mean, I mean, I think I had my best game I ever played with the Steelers was probably the primetime game on that Monday yeah. night football. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a, it's going to be a physical game, man. It's going to be very entertaining for the fans. But not only, it, it's definitely going to test the manhood of every guy on that team. Because yeah. it's going to be really, really physical, man. And uh, the Bengals going to play hard. No matter what their record is, they could be Owen, whatever. The t- whatever the point is in their season, they could have lost every game. But when yeah. they come to the Steelers, get, the Steelers are going to get their best shot. And that's always when it comes to div- uh, divisional type of com- opponents, man. Those guys are going to bring it every week, you know what I'm saying, when yep. you come to the guys in the division, man. Because, I mean, everyone wants to be the top of the division. That's where it starts at. You only you got to win your division to move to anything else you want to do. You know what I mean? So think it'll be very important that the Steelers dominate their division man and especially during primetime. Come on. They got to de- dominate, man. I mean that's that's the strength of our schedule
0: right there. It's our it's our own division. You know, I mean the Browns, what? you know, they they're still the Browns, you know. The Browns are the Browns. They'll always be the Browns. Um they will never not be the Browns. Um <laughs> so <laughs> shout out Juju.
1: I'm telling you, man. It's been some <laughs> physical stuff going on over the years, man.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, the Bengals, you know, they're a top three AFC team right now. The Ravens, you know, they're always a tough matchup regardless. I mean, all all these uh, matchups against the AFC North rivals are always, you know, tough, gritty games. Um, more yep. so with the Bengals and Ravens than the Browns, but um, Kenny's 1-0 against the Browns as well, so... You know, uh, <laughs> then you know uh, my sleeper primetime game is against another one of your former teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I think a hell of a I, team, man. I think yeah. a hell of a team, man. I think that's really gonna be a really good one. Trevor, I'm just so impressed about Trevor's, man, his 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 maturity at the QB spot from, from year one to year two, man, and when guys thought like, mm, Trevor may be good, but he may just be very average. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. really mounting up to that first-round draft pick that they they was expecting. But dude is a competitor, man, and I never had a doubt in my mind that he wasn't going to be this good. Yeah. And, uh, yes, he blossomed really, really fast, but that showed. That's just how he was, man. Look at him. He's always worked with Peyton Manning. Like, you know what I mean? Especially Clemson. Like mean, that, that's his favorite player. Come on, man. Like, it, it's no way that this guy was gonna stay <laughs> trending at that low mark without hitting that spurt quick enough. Like yeah. he, he he had it quick, you know and I'm saying he rolled with it. And I think this year, whew, man, he gonna light it up this year, man. He got good weapons around him, man. He has 17 that tight end Ingram coming back, man. I mean, he has some weapons on offense, man. So that's gonna be definitely a great game for the defense. And for not only the defense but the offensive line, man, for the Steelers, man, trying to slow down Jacksonville's pass rush. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and you got to think the Jags uh, they acquired Calvin Ridley during his suspension last year, so he's gonna, oh that's a, that's gonna a big be, one. Yeah, he's gonna be matched up with Trevor Lawrence, and you know we'll get to see you know JPJ, Pat Pete, and Levi Wallace go to work. Um, yep. so that's something I'm super and, excited and that's funny that you bring those
1: names that's funny that you bring those guys up because I mean in a couple days I mean guess what's going on rookie Minicam is about to kick off on the 12th man and uh, some of these guys man it, 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 we we kind of itching to see how it goes down their first day I mean there's going to be a lot of mistakes out there man No, it's going to be a lot of day one install plays a lot of Very ABC type like type like plays, you know what I'm saying? Just to get these guys moving at a fast pace and quick rate, just to see these guys change change direction and and just play ball, you know what I mean? Because it ain't gonna be a lot of winners and losers out there, but but guys out there that get cut on rookie minicamp is because they don't have attention to detail and they don't have urgency. They just want to see you fly. They just want to see you move out there, and um. And it was crazy my rookie year just seeing RJ Prince just get cut. And I mean, he was just there that year before me. I don't know if you remember RJ Prince, but he was a guard mm-hmm. there precise tackled. And I was in a cold tub about the day three about rookie mini came. He's like, all right, I'm out of here, big dog. I'm like, what? I mean, we just met. He was the leader of all our <laughs> drills. Like, what? And it, it just and I was like, why not? And I asked people, like, why did he get cut? It's like, well, he knew it, but he just didn't get it mentally. Mentally, like he he was very athletic, but he just wasn't fast and quick in his brain. Like everything was slow motion. And you can't be that way. You got to be twitchy and quick, twitchy athletically, like physically, and twitching your brain. Like you had to better react on the spot. You know that. I mean, come yeah. on, the job you do. Like you know that yeah. as well. So, yeah. Yeah. and um, <laughs> same thing in sports, man. So, then I'm just really excited to see some of these guys like Broderick Jones out there go compete. You know what I'm saying? And just show his athletic ability and able to. Learn on a fly when I'm saying no one knows the plays. You gonna have some guys out there that been in the league for three years that been on practice squad. That's gonna that's gonna give you a little run because they've been in the system for a while, know all the plays, and it's crazy, man. So it's gonna be very exciting to see these guys go out there and work. You know, what I mean, not only against rookies but guys that been in the league for two or three years that been on practice squads.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's I'm I'm really looking forward to that uh, rookie mini camp and. Seeing mm-hmm. all of them them uh, in those Steelers colors for the first time. Um, yep. Get real go.
1: pictures in that, uh, Photoshop pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so yep.
0: so uh, going back to the schedule, you know, uh, the rumor going around is the Steelers are going to hit the max of primetime games with five. And I see one wow. more game on this schedule that I think there's no way it's not a primetime game, and that's against the San Francisco 49ers. I don't I don't see how that's not a primetime game.
1: Um, I mean, but- I can see them. I can see them now, Caleb, but I also can see the L.A. Chargers being one, too. I mean, I don't know. The Chargers or the Titans as, as a game, I can really see. The Titans or Chargers being a primetime game as well. But because, uh, I mean, we always I mean, I remember when Duck got his first start, it was a primetime game in L.A. Yeah. You remember that? Like yeah. in 2020, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Doug got his first start in prime time against the Chargers on the road. So Yeah. I don't know. Could be the Chargers as well. So um that's the LA Rams, brother. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Man, CTE.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. I had to go look,
0: I had to go look at the logo. I mean, it's the two it's LA not teams.
1: Isn't <laughs> that two LA teams? I mean, in color, almost similar, almost similar, almost <laughs> similar. Like, it's
0: crazy. But, yeah, that's that's another one. I mean, the Seahawks, that's a possibility. Uh, I mean, Raiders, Rams, Seahawks, yeah. I mean, there's there's a ton of possibility. And then they could even want to see these rookie quarterbacks against, you know, the number one quarterback from last year's draft class matched up with one of the top guys in this draft class. So that's a possibility, too. The Cardinals was another uh, team that I could see potentially um, with Baby Yoda over there at quarterback.
1: Um, I don't see the Cardinals being one. Not me. I don't really see it. Yeah. I don't see them. I don't see Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I, I really see like the Titans and Chargers for some – I mean Rams, L.A. Rams. Yeah. I see those yeah. two. at yeah. the Seahawks, not the Colts. I really see those things because Titans really are a team that plays a lot of primetime games as well. Yeah. And I feel, like the, I feel like the Rams is always one too as well. And so, that's history- why I, I can see those. Yeah. And there's a history behind the
0: Titans and Steelers. You know, they got a big rival rivalry, you know, they were in the AFC central before the AFC North, uh, um, was created. created. And, yeah. uh, the Titans have more recently won the AFC central or North division more recently <laughs> than the Cleveland Browns have won the AFC North. And Oh, wow. That was, I believe the AFC central was disbanded in like 2001, 2002, um, so shout out to
1: Caleb knowing his history on the AFC Central. Y- y'all got that? AFC Central. Did you know that? I don't think you know that because I didn't know that. Shout out to Caleb. That's why he's my co host. Yeah, man. I'm the color guy here. I'm just, I just paint the pictures and make this thing clean for you guys. But, uh, <laughs> man, dog. Man. So another thing, man, we definitely need to talk about, man, it's just some of the hot like I said, we hit a little bit on mini camp, man, because I know that is around the corner, man, like a little less than hours, man, a few hours away. And um just knowing some of the things that's gonna go down, man, and just thinking about it. Camp is gonna be loaded. It's gonna be a lot of people there. There's gonna be a lot of things online, man. A lot of a lot of things at stake, you know what I mean? And um uh, especially for like seven round draft picks, like my guy um uh Spencer, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It, it, it's it, it, it's gonna be a lot of stake for guys like him to go out there and really prove himself. Because, I mean, I'm my draft class. The only person that didn't last was Sutton Smith. You know what I mean? But he got cut yeah. the training camp. But he, it, so it's hard to be now. a here fullback now. Yeah, it's for, actually it hard right. to be a late round draft pick, man. So, but one thing about the Steelers, man, I really appreciate about their staff, man, and they the organization. They're very patient with players. They are patient with you. you know what I mean, I I think uh, my day one of rookie mini camp, I had a a bad day, terrible. I'm telling, about I got beat every time. I think Sutton Smith beat me like twice in a row. And, I mean, he ended up – he wasn't really that good at pass rushing, but I still yeah. lost to him. So, that shows how hard it is mentally to try to get the speed of minicamp and rookie minicamp when you don't want to make no mistakes. So, I think it's going to be a lot of stake, man, for a lot of these guys. I mean, JPJ, I mean, nothing can really go wrong for him there, whether he do good or bad, doesn't really matter. Because he's going to be there, but I think a lot of those guys are going to be smooth for them mentally, but I think it will be a lot on their plate that they have to live up to a certain standard. But, um, man, thinking about some of these guys that chose some of these numbers, man, JPJ is wearing Ike's number.
0: Yes. Ike's. Yes.
1: You know what I'm saying? I, I, so how do, how do you feel about that, Caleb? Like he's taking over Ike's number, man.
0: I I, I love it because like, like we talked about in our draft profile episode of him, my, my comp for him. The physicality aspect of it, he reminded me of Ike Taylor, the way he played the game. And the fact that he grew up he grew up around Ike. He grew up around that team and just he knows he knows the Steelers way. He knows what it's all about. And the fact that he's honoring, in my opinion, one of the most underrated corners uh of, of at least my generation in that way. I think that's I think that's awesome. I wish the Steelers would break Solid. that mold and let him go single digit, so he could have wore that five. Um, but you know, bygones are bygones. Standard is a standard, and yeah, I'm I'm hoping he has. If his if you tell me his uh, career is identical to Ikes, that means he's got two Super Bowls. So I'll be more than happy with two Super Solid. Bowl rings.
1: So if he never wore that number, who do you think in the past that you've been around? I say in the past four or five years that should have wore that number. It could have wore that number as well. Number 24? Yeah. Who do you think, like, was a player that the hash that that – whether he wore 24 or didn't wear 24, that should have wore that number.
0: I know Cody Sensiball wore it. Um, he was he was okay. It uh, wasn't great. Um, but as far as just, like, an outright – I mean, Joe Hayden, you know, he wanted 23. That was his number. Um. I mean, we haven't really had a guy.
1: That's what I'm saying. Than, other than Joe and, Hayden
0: in some in some time.
1: It wasn't really too many people at twenty four in the past years because Snail wore. Snell yeah. wore it over the years and he's on offense. So it was a but we had a lot of guys that could have like mean it's a lot of good secondary people, man. We had. I was like, man, I was wonder who you thought in your mind over the past years that if Benny Snail wasn't on a team, like who you like, man, this guy should wore twenty four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but, I can't uh, I can't as far as corners go, I can't think of anybody since Ike that's truly just been, you know, I'm that guy, other than Joe Hayden. Uh, you know, Sutton yeah. was really good, but you know, he, he came up with his cause he started off as like number thirty three and then switched to twenty or something like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, it just I mean it's, it's crazy. just crazy.
1: When you think about the numbers, man, it's crazy because how you get to pick your numbers, man. I know a lot of people I was like, man, how do you pick your numbers in the league? Do you just walk up and say, well, for me, I walked up and I was like, man, because when I first came out, I wanted 55. And yeah. guess who took that number? Devin. And you think I had to say-so over who get that number first? No, because Devin was the first-round draft pick, so he beat me to it because he yeah. got drafted first and he was in Pittsburgh first. So, he got 55. So, I was like, man, I got to create a new identity. So, when I uh, got there... 77 was already picked out because Marcus Adams on the team already. Him and Sean Davis. They were saying, oh, bro!" They took a picture of my locker and was saying, "Hey, you got 77." I'm, I was pissed, dog. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, some kind of way could they detrade me or, or trade me or de draft me and let me just keep flowing to the next team so I can get 55? Because 77 is the worst number I ever had. You come to find out, 77 is the best number in the league to have as an offensive lineman. You wear 77, you are a dog. You wear 71, you're a dog. So, man, I appreciate y'all giving me 77 and believing in me. You know what I mean? Because now Brody Jones is the new 77. For whatever reason why he's wearing it. I know there's other reasons why he's wearing it. But still, he's still a dog because now he's the new 77, man, you know. Man, picking your numbers is a funny thing, man. When you first get there, you're trying your helmets on for rookie mini camp, and you're getting excited. You're trying to figure out what cleats you're gonna wear and everything is super generic. You don't got no like nice cleats, everything's black and white. Cause you just first first pair of cleats you wearing <laughs> in the league. And it was crazy. I was like, Where all the fancy cleats like, These is just nothing but black and white, like all white and all black. Like it's crazy, man. And uh man, it was one of the funnest times, man, when you first got there, man, and trying your helmet on, man. So these guys is probably We'll get that experience. What's today? Today is the 10th. They get there twelve. They probably be there tomorrow trying helmets on uh, over on the south side at the uh, uh Spring Hill Suites right down the south side, man. And uh, it's about to be a fun time for them, man, these next three days, man. And uh, I'm excited, man, to see these guys work, man. Yeah,
0: it's it's exciting. And yeah, uh, you brought up Broderick Jones. Yeah, he had a really cool uh reasoning for wanting to wear the 77. That was his uh old roommate's. Um, Number He was the one who tragically lost his life in that uh, um, car accident a few months back. Um, So he's wearing 77 to honor him, which I was super excited to see, you know, a left tackle wear 59 in my opinion. But his reasoning behind it is awesome, amazing. You know, uh, I'm super happy with it. You know, we got Nick Herbig wearing 51 um i expected a 91 fifty-one's a little it caught me by surprise but you know he's gonna rock it that means that just means you know miles jack isn't gonna be back because that was his number 24 was is his gone. number
1: definitely.
0: 24 is gone so benny's gone he's not coming back um what how do you thought? feel about benny
1: how, what how you feel about benny's Departure to Stellas, man. Do you feel like it was still more left for Benny to do there, or you feel like it was whatever he'd done, it was, it was good enough and it's time to move on?
0: So it's he, like, as far as like special teams wise, I considered him like a top 20 special teamer in the NFL. He was always down there, he was always making the tackles, always doing this. But once the O line, because Benny got that start in week one um against the Giants ran for a hundred something yards. I believe he got to start. If not, somebody got injured, he ended up running for a hundred yards in that game. But that was also like the last hoorah for our solid offensive line play. So I don't I don't know if it's like if he absolutely needs that kind of offensive line in front of him to produce numbers like that. Cause he runs hard, you know, Benny
1: Snow football. Um. I mean, I mean, Benny is a great back, man. I mean, I can't take nothing from Benny, man. And uh, it, 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 Benny been very quiet with the past few years, man. I think Benny had he took off a little bit like year two, and he was starting to take off, and he was starting to come into a cell. It just felt like once Najee came, he got buried. Him and yeah. Matt got buried. It was like it was like we didn't have a, a number two running back. We only had one, and that was it. The rest of them was just special teamers. Yeah. And it was just like – I mean, I understand that because they're trying to treat him, treat him more so like Dirk, like Dirk Henry. Give him all the snaps, and and that's the way it's supposed to go. All the snaps goes to the premier back. I understand that. So, it's just like him, I think he's going to be a great back in a different system. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe like commander somewhere. Yeah. Like somewhere like that, maybe a good one. So uh, – yeah, man. I mean, I just happen to see him on social media and I stay seeing him and I'm like, man, he must be done in Pittsburgh, man. I don't see too much about him anymore. So but man, he's gonna make a great special team as everywhere he goes and he's gonna be a good yeah. back in certain systems.
0: Yeah, and the, obviously the emergence of Jalen Warren kind of uh um put that to rest. But there, you know, two different t- styles of play. Uh, you know, Najee yep. Najee has a different element to his game, but as far as the bruiser aspect of it, him and Benny are similar um but yeah I mean I was excited when we got him uh it's sad to see him go um you know maybe one day he ends up back in Pittsburgh uh I think him being gone opens up that third running back spot for Ant-Mac though I yeah. think Ant-Mac as far as whatever Canada envisions offensively because that man has zero excuses anymore to not be successful with the way hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey
1: here we go with the Matt Canada talk that's my guy hey <laughs> slow it down buddy pump your brakes brother pump your brakes but man we have another interesting story man over the past couple days man it's kind of been brewing through Pittsburgh man and um uh I think this is like a topic that um it's kind of touchy for me man that when I think about this guy man he worked his tail off and I think you might know man Mr. Report Nelligeble. Zach Banner, man, and um, Yeah. man, it 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 it's it sad as man to see that he he's still struggling. I wouldn't say struggling, still overcoming an injury that happened maybe two and a half years ago, three maybe. Yeah. That um. I've, I've watched firsthand, man. I watched this guy trans, transform his body into the perfect right tackle spot, man. And uh, him and Chooks, man, battled it out. And those, both of those guys are my homeboys, tight. I'm talking about tight boys. And to see one take a spot over the other, it, it was just like I want both of them to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, to see Banner take that spot, man, and actually play – and I was like, man, because Zach, man, he worked his tail off. It was all like he was always getting rolled. Like the coach was riding him, riding him, throw your hands, punch, set, firm, firm to set, don't get pushed back, things like that. And he started to come along. It started to make sense to him. And then he got his body right. He lost all his weight. I'm talking about anybody seen pictures from USC. Almost 400 pounds, if he was yeah. 400 pounds. Yeah. And he lost all that weight, man, to get his body in the best tackle shape to go out and go compete on Sundays, man, and to go. I remember it was my – I think it was my rookie year. Rookie – no, it was, my, it was year two. It was year two, and I think I was inactive that game. And um, Yeah, I was inactive that game, and um, he was playing well all game. And I think it was yeah. second quarter, he had got rolled up on – and to see the tears just flow, man, as they card them all, he knew it was bad. yeah. But I, th- I don't think he knew it was as bad as it was like currently in 2023, meaning that he's still gonna be fighting this battle. But one thing i can gonna tell him, even when his leg does get where he needs it, it's still gonna hurt, because mine still hurt. I'm just yeah. saying that. It yeah. still hurts. <laughs> like, if you listen to this, it still hurts. But – to hear him say basically that he's still not recovered yet. So basically he's losing out on money technically because he could be back in the league if his surgery was done correctly, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. So that's why he's still recovering. And as I think about it, man, he, he putting tweets out. He put a tweet out, man, Um, maybe uh, six days ago say I also been missing for a while, and I want everybody to know that I've been working out and trying to get my knees back in shape and basically I've been working out and training my knee as well. I am not retired. I'm simply just a bigger man who has needed more time to get past a devastating injury. This man clearly wants to play ball, man, and clearly something is wrong with his knee that needs to get right. So my thing is, I've heard so many different things that he's going to go at the Stillers doctor medical staff and all this other things, but at the end of the day, man, whatever needs to be done needs to be done. If he chooses to go to the, the the courtroom way to do it. Hey, I, I feel like everything is very necessary because we talk about someone's health. Then that 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 this this injury can affect your mental health, all types of things for guys. You know what I mean? Because people depend football heavily. This is this is their life. You know what I mean? And uh, when things are ripped from him like that, man, mental health is serious, man. So, man, ZB, man, I saw that it, it just kind of touched me because I just remember seeing him tears come out as they carved them all, and he just knew it was done but I don't think he knew that was going to be done to this point. So what was your take like on Zach Banner, man? Did you like him as a player? I mean, I know he was a fan favorite.
0: Yeah, I I loved it. Like as a a person, I mean – Best nipple rubber.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean, like you just see what he did off the field in Pittsburgh for the community, everything like that. You watched and saw like how hard he worked to get to that position. And uh, just – like, he de- he defined what you want in a Pittsburgh Steeler. You know, he's working for everything he earned. He earned that spot against Chooks. And now, I mean, that injury, you know, sadly it benefited Chooks. I'm sure, um, you know, Chooks would have loved to see Zach Banner, you know, prosper and thrive in that position. Because I know that offensive line group in Pittsburgh is always a tight-knit group um but yeah you just you hate to see stuff like that because you know how hard the hard the guy worked for it and uh I, you hate to see that and I mean I mean you're you know you're a bigger guy yourself I mean you know what it's like to come it's harder for the bigger guys to come back from injuries like that
1: I mean it, I mean, it, it sucks man knee injuries suck man I mean I could just say that now it sucks man it still hurts now currently playing now, it still hurts but you find ways to navigate it through through PT and physical training, always and ways to keep your muscles in a certain way and relaxed and never tight to keep those things working the way supposedly. Because it's never gonna work the same as it used to be before it was broken. Yeah. So Zach, man, was a big man, man. It's gonna take. I mean, a lot of people said, man, ACLs only take about nine to twelve months to recover from. But we talking about a guy of that of that stature. It may took. It may take twenty four months, man. It may take longer than that. You never know. But only thing about that is when it takes that much longer, you become irrelevant to the league. Yeah, And that, and that's the thing you don't want. So that's kind of why, I, like for instance, why I chose to play the USFL, because you don't want to become irrelevant. Because the fact yeah. that you go years and years without no type of film, no type of football play, you're pretty much done. You yeah. know what I mean? So before you do that, you better find a different league to continue to make film and continue to play on TV so people can watch before you completely – you know what I'm saying? Say, I'm trying to get back in the league with no film in the past three years. So, for Zach, it's going to be big for him to figure out what he's going to do outside of the league if he doesn't get a shot. Because if he plays another league that can give him the opportunity for Coach to believe that his knee is back healthy and he still can play, because if he just think he's going to get a shot, that might be over with for him. I'm just yeah. saying. It's been too many years. It's sad, it's touchy, but at the same time, man, he's my guy. You know what I mean? I hate to see it for him. As my guy. But – um. Man, I'm talking about just a, this is a great man. If you think about some of the things he done around Pittsburgh, from going out dressing up in in clown suits and dressing up on Christmas Day and going out by the point and just talking to people with the media crew. I mean, dude loves people. Man, he loves communicating with people. He loves just being around other people. So he thrived off that. So and he and that's kind of how he literally became who he was in Pittsburgh because of that simple that simple way of living. You know what I'm saying? Taking his platform and what people like them as, as reporting eligible and be kind of making shirts out of it. He, so he really knew how to use his social media to connect with people. So,
0: yeah.
1: but I think ZB would be fine either way he goes, man. He has a good heart, man. Smart kid, man. He, he has a lot going on for him. So he'd be fine either way. So with all that being said, you got any more on ZB before we get into our three-point segment?
0: Yeah, I think uh, I mean anybody in the NFL needs to go give that guy a chance. You know, hopefully, you know it's the Steelers and we bring him in to potentially be that, you know, sixth sixth eligible offensive line uh yep. offensive lineman again and uh yep. if not, I hope he gets his chance somewhere else cuz he definitely deserves it cuz I mean that's that's a dude who has worked his ass off for quite some
1: time. Yep. I agree. I agree. Well, now we get to our 3-point segment. Boom, boom! 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 Turn us up, Kayla. Turn us up, baby. <laughs> Trying to kick us off with the first three-point stance. So we're
0: the first one with the you know the schedule release about to happen. What matchup, individual matchup in one of these games, are you most look, looking forward to?
1: Man, I'm looking at I'm looking as I look at this schedule, man, Kayla, like we just talked about a little bit previously, about a few minutes ago, man. I look at this schedule, man. It's a great schedule, man. I think that uh, uh first of all, we talked a little bit about the primetime game. And I yeah. think Jacksonville will be a very much of a primetime game. But I also think that the matchup between Walker and Broderick Jones, the two Georgia boys kicking it off against each other, man. I love the trenches, man. I think that's gonna be something to watch on a Monday night game, man. And uh just to see them square it off, man, them Georgia boys go off at him, man. And uh see how Broderick hold up, Broderick hold up against that guy, man. Cause he's starting to play well, man. He's starting to come into himself as well, just like Trevor Lawrence did. And uh, he's gonna be something, he's gonna be a wrecking man in this league for a while, man, as he continue to keep taking strides like he was. So me personally, my matchup personally and game time action. We'll have to be. You know what I'm saying the Jazz taking on the Stellar's man. Primetime action. Brody Jones versus Walker.
0: Yeah, I mean, and who 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 knows their ins and out better than two guys who battled it out in college together? You know.
1: <laughs> My point.
0: <laughs> so uh, for me, I mean, I've been saying this for weeks now. It's JPJ and Jamar and Chase. Chase. I I, know I, it. I need I need I know. Uh, PZ Jr. is – he is his own person, but I need PZ Sr. mentality in those Cincinnati matchups because all I can envision – I remember Joey Porter, you know, growing up watching him play. He's taking a a hit out of the oxygen, and he looks at the Bengals fans. He was like – he's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of beating y'all's ass. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We need need all that. We need all that. And I'm just – because – uh, obviously, in week one last year, Minka got in uh, Jamar's Jamar's head because you know there's an infamous uh, picture out there of uh, you know Jamar flipping the double birds at uh, um, Minka, and it's it, it was it's glorious to see you know if you can get oh, in trust his me, head. I remember,
1: I remember we watched yeah. that game together. I remember yeah. that, yeah, and yeah. we did a show about that one. Yeah, that was a crazy game, by the way.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You. You called. Yeah. yeah. I remember you called me after because I remember they scored that touchdown. I'm like, it's over. I'm at work. I'm watching in my room at work. I'm taking my stuff off. I'm like, ah, some guy, uh, uh, Dan Melstead comes into my room. He was like, it's not over yet. There's three seconds. I was like, he was like, all right, come in the day room. Come in there. I gave him my hat. He wore it backwards and Minka blocked the kick. And I'm like, okay. And then he put his hat sideways and Chris. Missed uh, one of his field goals wide right, and I was like, "It's obviously yeah. the hat, so you need to wear it straight backwards." And you know, next his next field goal attempt, he nailed it. I think he missed another wow. one uh, before that, but yeah, I, it's all on the hat. That's why we. I had a very little,
1: very superficial.
0: That's why I'm. <laughs> that's why on social very media, I had I had uh, people pick out a draft day hat for me. So the hat that yeah. uh, the hat that worked this is why we had such a great draft.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this guy. Man. <laughs> what, was our, what was our second three-point stance we had? Okay, ZB. My question was, if ZB get, does get another shot, ZB stands for Zach Banner for you guys. That was his nickname. ZB, man, if he gets another shot in the league, man, do you think the Steelers will be his first rolling point?
0: I really hope so. I do. Because, you know, one, it will provide depth. Because, I mean – Let's be honest, he's been out of the league for two years, obviously, so it's going to take some time yep. to build that up. And, you know, yep. potentially, you know, he beat he did beat out Chooks once. Chooks, I think, is on his second to last year or last year of his contract. So that yep. right tackle spot could be opening up eventually. Um, so, I yeah, I would love to see him back in Pittsburgh. Um just because the, the man he is, how hard he works, and, uh, you know, shout out Zach Banner, you know.
1: More than welcome to come on the show if you ever want to. <laughs> I'll let to get Zach on here, man. That'd be some one of my targets for the next show. Let's see even get ZB out here. And uh, we can kick off the last one, man. Yeah, uh, we got uh, record predictions.
0: What do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 2023 season are going to finish the season like?
1: It's very tough, man. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna have to go with right this year, man. I might go with like a nine and eight, man. Like a nine and eight, man. Um, Eight was eighteen games now. Yeah, eighteen games now. Eighteen weeks. So seven. Yeah, I got to go with like a nine and eight, man. I don't don't quite think they're gonna crack the ten game double digit just yet. I, I, I'm just not I'm just not Stuck on it yet I mean I look, As I look at the schedule They have very much Winnable games And let's be real They had a lot of Winnable games last year And and, and it didn't happen for them So it's like happened. It, it's, it, it's like I'm looking at the Ravens They play them twice a year Bengals twice a year I mean Those, those are always Going to be on it, And those always Going to be question marks Because the Bengals Are playing well Cleveland always play Hard and tough Whether they lose or win And then you have Lamar Jackson just coming off that deal. So you know he's pumped right now. He's back to MVP Lamar now. And he got weapons over there. So yeah, Kyle Murray. You know what I mean? So you have good guys, even though they say the strength of the schedule is, is the lowest. Is is the is the uh lowest one right says lowest. Lowest It's now. it's one of it's like twenty fifth yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So With that being said, it's like it's not really that low in my eyes when you think about individual matchups, man. It's some some individual matchups. It's like, ooh, got some war daddies there. You know what I mean? And uh, so we we shall see, man. And uh we shall see.
0: So I'll run that I'll run I'll run that in this list real quick. I think, you know, at least worst case scenario is we split all three divisional games with all three of those guys. So there's three wins. Uh, cards, uh, I th- I think we're gonna beat them. There's four. Don't think the Packers are gonna be as good as they were. There's five. Jags, <laughs> that's that's gonna be a that's that's gonna be a tough one. Um, that could go either way. So I'll give that I'll give that one to the Jags for right now. For right now, uh, future episodes I might not. Uh, Patriots, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna beat them again or not again. We should have beat them last year. Um, we're gonna beat them this. See year know what I'm saying. There you go. Winnable yeah. games, but yeah. they gave it away. Yeah. Well, that was also a Mitch Trubisky game, so we don't count those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's a different mentality now. I mean, our assistant GM went out and said it. He said, we built a team that's going to break your the will of your team. And that's, that's Steelers football right there. I mean So with all that being said, what is the ultimate record? Well hang on, I'm still running down the list. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. The I'm, I'm almost there. You know, we're at the 49ers now. That's gonna be a that's it's gonna whoever's playing quarterback. Um I'm gonna give the Steelers the win. They're seven. Uh Titans eight, Texans nine, Colts ten, Raiders eleven, Rams twelve. I mean, that's that's what thirteen and four? That thirteen and four? Yeah, thirteen and four. I'm gonna go thirteen and four. Kenny Pick is gonna fall sipping, out. Kayla,
1: <laughs> Kayla, what are you sipping on over there? Uh, thirteen and up. four. That that, that 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 is quite a jump, man, from last season to this season. But uh, I mean, the you had no schedule. jump. Hold,
0: hold, hold on, you had no jump. Oh, <laughs> b- four?
1: Huh.
0: You had no jump in your record. You have them at the same record as last year. I mean,
1: I'm just looking. It's some question marks on there, man. It's some real capable teams on there, man. Of of, nine and eight, man, is what I'm going at for right now. I just got to see where this thing goes at, man. But uh, that was nine nine and, and eight. That was nine and eight with TJ missing six games, too. So you know, you know what I'm saying? We don't we, we just never know. Right now I'm gonna stay right here with balance at nine and eight, man, It still have potentially can make the playoffs at nine and eight. So I mean it's not meaning like it's all the way out the door, but it's it's there. It's some ifs and there's keeping me from going to ten. But uh nope. by the way, all stellar fans, they might not know the stellar fans that haven't watching our show previously before we got with Stellar Nation, Caleb doesn't ever bet against the Stellars. So Caleb, he, he could be going against the the 2005 Baltimore Ravens defense with Terrell Suggs, and he's still gonna say the Steelers are gonna blow him out. Like it's crazy. So team, by the way, that, like
0: that team didn't win the Super Bowl
1: that year. The 2005 Steelers defense did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> they did. I'm just saying, they had some dogs on that defense, man. I'm talking about, man, I feel they had like some dogs. I, I feel like I'm watching holes right now. D's just
0: over there digging out, out, out. He's digging himself a hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, yo, man. But <laughs> well, man, I appreciate it, man. By the way, man, the Nation, man, please, man. My, boy, my birthday, man, you know what I'm saying, currently right now. So, man, make sure y'all, man, give me some B-Day love. But uh anyway, man, appreciate y'all still of nation, man. Continue to rock with us, man. Caleb, see y'all next show. Caleb, got anything?
0: I don't uh I mean, I'm, I apologize to Steel Nation for D's insanity with the nine and eight record. We all know it's gonna be 13 and 4. We all know it's gonna be 13 and 4. Well, I'm, hoping so. that, I'm hoping for that, man. I'm <laughs> hoping for that. I'm hoping for that. And uh Joey Porter Jr. Defensive rookie of the year. Peace. 100 percent yeah. <laughs> <laughs>